Welcome to the very first bonus episode of Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm your host, Dave. This is Kate. Hi, friends. What are we doing today, Kate? We are doing the Stanley Hotel. And the reason why is if you head over to Second Impressions Podcast... Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second Second Impressions, Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. Each week we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. You can hear all about their episode on The Shining, which is my favorite book. I've never read it, but it's a good movie. It's also a miniseries, too. Seriously? Yeah. Fun fact about The Shining. (laughs) So uh, Stephen King was not fully impressed with Stanley Kubrick's version. Yeah. So uh, that one came out, I think, in 80, maybe. The book was written in the 70s. Yeah, the movie must have come out in like 80. So in 1997, or well, 1996, they went to the actual Stanley Hotel. Yeah, actually, now that you say yeah. that, I read that today. Refilmed the entire yeah. thing and did a miniseries more accurate to the book. Like, they even put in a topiary section because in the book there isn't a maze. Um, really? How do they get them then? It's, it's different. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I gotta read this book. Uh, and But there is a maze at the Stanley Hotel now. It was put in in 2015 um, to just kind of make that connection to The Shining. Um, and it was where the topiary garden was put for the filming of it. What's a topiary garden? Like a bush that looks like a dolphin. Oh, okay. Edward <laughs> Scissorhands shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. You should have just said Edward Scissorhand bushes. I had to check to see if I was wearing a shirt as I unzipped my sweater. <laughs> it's my day off. <laughs> you wouldn't put a shirt under your sweater? Sometimes I don't. <laughs> All right. You know you don't live here, so you had to leave your house to get here. And I was out all day, too. Yeah. All right, so the Stanley Hotel obviously inspired The Shining. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Yes, because in 1973... 74. I think it was 73. October 30th, 1974. Okay, fine. 1974, uh, Stephen King and his wife, Tabitha, were traveling, and they stopped at the Stanley Hotel just before they closed for winter uh they were the only guests in the entire hotel and stayed in room 217 which is the hotbed for um poltergeist activity or ghostly activity Mm -hmm. um while they were there stephen king felt as if they were not alone and there may have been a couple instances that are just like rumored but not confirmed that happened to him like he possibly may have seen the ballroom act full of ghostly people um like in the movie in the book and he may have seen children playing in the halls etc 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 he also had a nightmare oh yeah and uh, i wrote down his quote but it's really long so i might not read it i'll give you a gist um he dreamed that his three-year-old son was running through the corridors being chased by a fire hose Ooh. <laughs> and like the kid was screaming and shit and uh did it say which son he just said, it says, I dreamed of my three-year-old son. Okay. So whichever son was three in 1974. Okay. 
Um, so when he woke up, like sweating and terrified and almost falling out of the bed, apparently, he lit a cigarette, sat in a chair and looked out the window at the Rockies. And by the cig- by the time the cigarette was done, he had like the basics for the shining in his head. Mm. I love Stephen King. He's pretty baller. Yeah. <laughs> Except for on Twitter, he's just like a hardcore dog dad. <laughs> I mean, that's not surprising. <laughs> he's just like, here's a picture of my dog. Well, he's, yeah. Deals with other shit all day. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter has to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's very political on there, too. But, like, I always agree with him. And I'm like, whatever Stephen King feels like in politics, that's how I feel, too, America. We follow the church of Elon Musk and Stephen King. <laughs> anything they do <laughs> uh all right so the stanley hotel it looks a little different than the shiny movie because the shiny movie was actually the timberlands hotel know. in a different city i don't think i wrote it down somewhere else <laughs> yeah. and the internal shots were filmed in london uh but it is the very same one from the miniseries the overlook hotel yeah and it's a very iconic white, although it wasn't always white. Yeah, it's been through a lot of renovations, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's gorgeous. I want to go there so bad. Well, we have to. It's part of the ghost tour now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you <laughs> see how much it costs to do the five-hour ghost tour? No, I didn't look into it. Oh, okay. It's how $50. Well, that's not bad. And so they have their own resident paranormal investigator on the premises. Um Maybe we should get into this after we do the history. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you write down a lot about the history? Uh, not really the history, but I got like ghostly shit. Okay. So I didn't get a ton of ghostly shit. So maybe. I got the history of like Mrs. Smith in 217. Oh, I didn't have that. Okay. No. Cool. Right. Uh, so the Stanley Hotel is at 333 Wonderview Avenue, nestled in Estes Park, Colorado. It has beautiful views of the Rocky Mountains and Estes Lake <laughs> its owners were Freeland and Flora Stanley. Did you get that? Of Stanley Steamer. Yeah. So he was a twin. Um, and oh, him really? and his brother uh, sold their uh, photography plate business to Kodak. <laughs> and they used that money to start Stanley Steamers and then became like super bougie rich people. Solid. Yeah. Uh, so Freeland Oscar um or fo i don't know fo freeland i'm just gonna call him freeland i was diagnosed with tuberculosis uh and at the time the best treatment was fresh air and all that jazz and sunlight (laughs) so we went to the mountains yeah and like even back in the day like they had um like asylums like in mountain areas that they would send people with tuberculosis to like get better it's just fresh air yeah it's probably just them getting out of the fucking city no, fresh air on your lungs when you're sick, it's like a good thing for you. And Yeah, I mean, like, the yeah. city's full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it has to be, like, dry, fresh air. But even, like, okay. when I was recovering from my surgery, they told me I had to go for, like, a five-minute walk outside every day. Um, even if it was just to go to the, like, end of the driveway, just to, like, help my lungs clear out whatever they'd put in it when I was sleeping. Hmm. Just so. to, like, get your breath going? Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, impressed with the beauty of the valley, uh, happy. <laughs> and happy. Your arm movements are great this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hand talker, so this medium is not great for me. <laughs> uh, 
Um, impressed with the beauty of the uh, valley and happy with the restoration of his health, they decided to return yearly. Um, and Freeland decided to turn Essex Park into a resort town thus beginning the construction of the Stanley Hotel in 1907. Uh, construction was completed in 1909 with 48 rooms, and they also had features such as an elevator, um, both electric and gas lighting, which was later replaced, uh, indoor plumbing, bougie, <laughs> uh, telephones, and then also Stanley steam vehicles as transportation for its guests. And it opened July 4th, 1909. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did, however, close every winter, just like the Overlook Hotel, because it did not have heating until 1983. Hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. And I bet it's really cold in the mountains of yeah. Colorado. Well, that's why it was empty when Stephen King went there, because they were just about to close for yeah. winter, right? Yeah. So, and that's the whole thing with the caretaker. Like, Jack has to go there because he's the caretaker during the winter. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, if he... Don't turn on, like, you can't turn on the heat, but you can have, like, heat in, like, your own little apartment. And, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got more history. Right. <laughs> we'll continue then. Uh, in 1926, he sold it to a company, but they failed, and it went into bankruptcy, of which then he repurchased it and then sold it again to Emery Rowe, who is then the person who put in all the updates and made it its more iconic look today. I bet he made a lot of money buying that thing back and selling it again. Probably. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, we already talked about the maze. And, yeah, that's all I have, I think, for history. All right. Well, let's talk about ghosts. Okay. Tell me about ghosts. Well, I can tell you the history of room 217. Please do, because I don't have a ton of... Oh, I do have a little information. All right, well, it was a room reserved for VIPs, Mm -hmm. like the president and shit. Um, And one day, or no, sorry, let's get to this. There was a chambermaid. Her name was Mrs. Smith. I have a different name for the chambermaid. What? (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) What do you got? Elizabeth Wilson. Hmm. And I have her just as a general housekeeper. Well, I think that's what your chambermaid is. (laughs) But it's the olden days. All right, well, in 1911, part of her duties was to light the gas line in room 217 Uh if the power went out. Yeah. And when she went to do it one day, someone had already been in there testing the gas line and forgot to shut the gas off. Oh, maybe I have a different story then. And the room exploded. Okay, that's not what I have. And three rooms above, like three stories, all the rooms above exploded as well. Okay, yeah, I actually knew that, but I did not find that today because I literally did my research 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) She survived by being blown through the floor and into the main floor, like, Mm -hmm. you know, floors. And uh, and she remained a loyal employee there until she died because they paid for all her children to go to college and some other shit I can't remember. Okay, yours is way cooler. I have a different story. All right, let's hear it. And And then, listeners, you be the judge on which one's real. Well, now I think mine's fake. (laughs) So mine is a house, and I got this one off of, like, TripAdvisor. Um, But it was, or no, it was off MapQuest, but it was, like, describing um, the hotel. So the housekeeper's name was Elizabeth Wilson, and she was actually electrocuted during a lightning storm um, in room 217, but she survived it. 
um, again, and was a loyal employee. <laughs> Uh, but mm. the room itself has always been a hotbed for paranormal activity. How does lightning get into a room? I don't know. That's why I think mine's fake now. <laughs> Came through the window. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just to dive th- further in with Mrs. Smith, I guess. She now haunts the room. And she could be seen walking through walls where doors used to be before the renovations. Um, she could be seen hanging clothes or putting people's suitcases away or cleaning the room. Yes. She I, was very loyal. I wrote that as one of the things that guests have witnesses their clothes being packed and unpacked for them. Yeah. <laughs> Lights turning themselves off and the odd sounds of children's playing. When you go to a hotel, do you put your clothes in the dresser? God, no. That's so weird. Well, if I was going to stay there for a long period of time, I might. Like if I was there for a week or so. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and in some places like this, and I think even on their website they have um, long-term accommodation options, Um, but those people must have a whole lot of money. I was looking through the website, and I was like, this is expensive. We're going there for the tour. We're not staying there. (laughs) No, I want (laughs) to stay there. I don't have the money. I don't care. I'm going to shell out. If I have the opportunity to stay at the Stanley Hotel, I'm spending that money, and I'm going to have me a ghostly experience. Can you stay in 217? Like, what's going on with that? Probably. I you think it'd so. be booked, though. Like, all the time. Yeah. We'll have to book, like, two years in advance. Yeah, let's book it today. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, in two years, we're going on our first <laughs> world tour. <laughs> all right. More ghosts. You got another one? Um. Yeah. I've got... Well, the staff says the ghosts aren't sinister, but they're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've got, like, the main area that I wrote ghosts is in the concert hall there's three ghosts there uh one's name is paul and he often tells guests to get out if they're up past 11 p.m uh for uh flora he also sorry he also pushes people sometimes that's not nice uh flora stanley is sometimes seen around that area playing the piano um she's also heard in the early morning and she pisses off the guests who sleep above <laughs> the music room and they're like i'm done with this bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hear what well, it's a really famous song. What's a really famous song? <laughs> like in Piano Land for Elise. Is that one? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one from Patch Adams, isn't it? I don't know, but I know what for Elise is. Okay. That song makes me sad because of Patch Adams, if that's what I think it is. All right. There's also another girl named Lucy who entered contains ghost hunters questions um like she'll turn she'll even respond to like flashlight stuff and like ghost box etc etc uh she may have been a runaway or some sort of like homeless person seeking refuge at the hotel but there's literally no historical evidence of her ever existing um that's a little bit odd right well i mean why do you have to have a record of somebody existing they could just, like, back in the day, they didn't have all the records they have now. Mm-hmm. She was just in the hotel and died. Okay. Um, do you get anything about the fourth floor? I got, uh, yeah, a bit. Okay. A bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. They're here, heard running and playing. Uh, they whisper in closets for some reason, which is fucking <laughs> creepy. A uh, little boy tries to wake up living children and play with them. Aww. <laughs> 
so originally the fourth floor was actually like an attic space and it wasn't renovated into rooms until later the attic space was used to house um nannies female employees and then children for some reason probably because the nannies were up there yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. uh, there's also a kid that turns up tvs really loud and plays with lights and a little girl who likes to peek at people from the central staircase a little girl yeah oh that's interesting because there's also a picture of like a full-grown adult on the central staircase which is a pretty iconic hmm. ghostly photo i don't know it's just what i read hmm. interesting i hmm. also did my research today <laughs> <laughs> In room 428, guests sometimes hear furniture moving above them, but it's completely impossible because of the slope of the roof. Right. Because yeah. it's like the top floor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also see a friendly cowboy sitting on the corner of their beds. That's fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have anything about Lord Dunraven? No. That's the guy who owned the property before the stanley's right i don't know i mean i read a little bit about but barely i just skimmed it i know he owned a brothel at one point (laughs) it might have been before the hotel was a thing but uh he's creepy okay he likes to hang out in the closet of room 401 Ooh. uh he steals jewelry that's generally found later and if an unsuspecting woman enters the closet that he's in he'll He'll breathe them he'll breathe down their necks grab their shoulders or their waists yeah that's still pretty rapey yeah well he owned a brothel yeah i guess (laughs) before there was like women's rights too (laughs) exactly so that's even worse than like a modern day brothel owner yeah not that a modern day brothel owner is bad i'm sure there is good and bad brothel owners (laughs) (laughs) um there's also an underground cave system which was used as passageways for employees um in the olden days uh there's a lot of quartz and limestones down there so it said that the quartz and the limestone like capture the spiritual energy um and that's why there's like things witnessed down there however because it's also like a cave a lot of people are like it's the wind they make a good point Okay, so I'll just give you some features of the hotel that right. are there today. So one they put in the maze, that's super cool. Um, they also have a five-hour ghost hunt, which is led by a resident paranormal investigator uh, who teaches you how to use the equipment and like knows a lot about the ghosts. And in my head, I was just like, oh, he's kind of like a zookeeper, but for ghosts. Because <laughs> you know when you go to the zoo and you're like doing one of the interactive exhibits and they're like... And this is Benji. He's our friendliest lemur. <laughs> he likes to pull people's hair. <laughs> That's what I imagine this paranormal investigator be like. Be like, this is Paul. He might push you. <laughs> Don't go to room 401. You might get raped. <laughs> <laughs> um, they Continue. also have a resident psychic named Madam Vera. Um, and they also have a 90 minute history tour. It doesn't say how much Madame Vera costs. However, um, the five hour ghost hunt is only $50 American. Yeah. We said that earlier. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then the 90 minute history tour is only $15 American. Oh, we're going on the long one. 
Well, we're going to go on both of them. One's a history tour and one's a ghost tour. And then we're going to see oh, the psychic. And then if we go in October, they hold a shining ball and they have a costume contest. And I wrote that down because costumes are fun. <laughs> so I have to buy an old timey suit. No, a costume. Yeah, you're supposed to dress up like old timey. Oh, I was thinking I'm a tiger. <laughs> no, I think they want you to dress up like you're in that picture of the ballroom in The Shining. Um, like you're wearing a tuxedo with like the tails that go to your feet. Like the mullet suit. That's what I consider. We'll it. have to look into that because, um, I mean, both would be fun. <laughs> you could be like, No, like, because how can they have a costume contest if everyone's dressed the same? Hmm. Old timey sailor number five. You win this year. <laughs> Finally, old timey sailor number four is knocked out of the race. <laughs> you make a solid point. And it is like Halloween. So it could be like, yeah, just a costume contest. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, uh, how many people go as Jack? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just got an axe. <laughs> or go as the, the two uh, like people the t- the- we- dressed weird, blowing each other. Or the one guy's blowing the one guy, but... I, that's not the direction I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going to talk about the two little girls dressed in blue holding hands. That's too easy. You got to dress like those... Like, I think one has a bear head on, and he's getting blown. <laughs> you know, you've seen it. <laughs> Is that in the book? I don't remember. I read the... Oh, the first time I read the book, I was 14. So and the last time you read it? Like, 18? All right. 10 so. years ago. Yeah, I could pro- probably do to wa- read it again, I guess. How big is it? It's pretty long. I'll read it anyway, I guess. So, I mean, Second Impressions read it. Yeah, but they're smarter than <laughs> smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself there. <laughs> that's why I corrected. Um, yeah, that's all I really have, I guess. I, they also do like a Thanksgiving dinner, but I didn't really look into that. All right, well, let's wrap up this little mini episode. That was quick and fun. Hooray for bonus episodes. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye, friends.